it's not much of a concern I have, right? Coming off of the NBA draft, it went, I guess, kind of how I thought it would go. Well, in some ways. Um, I like my Laker picks, right? I like, I like, I like Jalen Hood. Not as much as I like by being UCLA bias. So when Jarv hear this, I know he's going to be rolling his eyes, except for when I get to our second pick. But he's right. uh, Jarv is right on a lot of stuff when it comes to the Lakers. It's just that me and him disagree when it comes to Kuz and Westbrook versus B.I. and insert name, right? So, but the thing was, I was I was concerned with our first pick because of the money that was left on the table. As soon as we picked that number 17, we picked Jalen up. He's from Indiana. I didn't watch much Indiana games, and it wasn't much that, that stood out outside of the cast that I really wanted. Obviously, I watched UCLA majority of the season. So watching Jaime, watching Jaime play, um, it was, you know, I've been watching Hami play his whole UCLA career. So I know how valuable he is when it comes to an offense. And he can and he can play some defense, too. And he went the very next pick to Miami Heat. There's not any other team that I would want him to go to outside of my Lakers than the Miami Heat. I think he fits what they got going on right now. He could re- I know I know it might sound crazy right now and I know that uh what you call it is still coming off his injury Tyler Hero but I I would damn for sure swap the two players. Now Tyler has shown up early in his career. He did. You know what I mean? That's the you know he he became a pivotal offensive player for the Miami Heat. I think Jaime is better. I think he is. I think he is. That's straight. That's strictly bias. That's strictly bias. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. Tyler Hero is that guy. Definitely watch him in college. But I watched a little bit more of Jaime. I did. I know what he can do. Now, how Miami is going to use him, I have yet to see. Now, how they let these foreign drafted players get off and carry a lot of the load, um, I'm not sure if they're going to allow that again. You know. With Jimmy Butler going to the championship twice in his career and coming up short, um, they're going to look to add another. I mean, Dame name has came in there, but recently they they, they, they just said that they're okay with, with rebuilding with Dame. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I don't believe all of that is because they are, I wouldn't necessarily say program, but PR to say certain things to keep the um, speculations down. I still think Dame is movable. You know what I mean? I think that marriage should 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 have been over. But if they was to add a Dame, they might have to package Jaime in order to get Dame. But if they was to to keep Jaime, man, I mean, I'll get to my UCLA Bruins that has been picked up thus far. Um, Twelve Cal, we got five Bruins in the league. Three that got drafted. Two. Um, Two that wasn't drafted, but signed after the draft. So, you know, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But <clears throat> going back to it, uh, it I, I was scratching my head on that one, Jar. I was scratching my head on the fact that we took, we, t- we did take a point guard. And do we need a point guard? Yes, we do need a point guard. 
Uh, he is a good. I mean, as far as offensive, he does. You know, not, might have to get his assists up a little bit because he averaged somewhere around three or four assists a game. Um, but averaging fourteen, he's a one and done guy. Young guard, young guard. Um, a question mark around him for right now. I'm rolling. You know what I'm saying? Because I have, like Jarb said, I have no choice but to believe in our scouting department because for the past, man, half a decade, they've been doing pretty damn well. You know, all the way going back to the AAU squad, um, you know, the Jordan Clarks of the world, the Julius Randles, the Brandon Ingrams, not so much side note, sad story going on with Zoe, with, uh, with Lonzo Ball. He won't be, it's, it's a huge possibility that he won't be playing again. And they're saying this is a, a threat to his career. So, um, yeah, that's sad to hear of GP. You know what I mean? Because that was uh, definitely a two-way guard right there who was pretty much known more for his energy and his defense, uh, but definitely had some offensive spurs. He, I mean, he could play offense as well, but, you know, your role in the NBA can take away from your ability to do shit that you were doing in high school and or, you know, uh, college. So um, I want to give a special shout-out and prayer for Lonzo, man. Hope you get better, man. The Bulls organization is going through it as far as that standpoint. Um, but, yeah, man, that one kind of threw me off guard. It's just a question mark because I'm like, only because of the players that came after, you know what I'm saying? We drafted him. We drafted him because we had other guards on the table. A lot of, it was a lot of guards. I was talking to my boy, J.O., Jay Oden. He's coming back. I told y'all on one of my shows, he will be back with his sports and his sports knowledge. And uh, he said he, he, he about to be putting y'all up on game about that soccer too. You feel me? We need that. We need a space for that. Anyhow, um, I was telling him that, man, we have a strong, it's a strong draft class with some with some solid guards that can come in and, and not just compete, but they can come in and, and fill a roster pretty fast. Like they got right now how the NBA is shaped. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a lot of them can jump to, hey, maybe make the all-star game. Uh, they, they, you know, they first year. I mean, if anything, I know a lot of people are predicting that Victor, who did go number one, um, is a possibility that he might make the all-star game. I mean, he has a lot of hype. I haven't seen this much hype uh, surrounding him since Zion. And before that, it had to be LeBron. You know, when it when it comes to being hype, hype, like like crazy, Braun is definitely in there. Zion is definitely in there. And and Victor is definitely in there. You know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't here for Jabbar, for Kareem. I wasn't here for that. But I mean, you can go on YouTube and they can tell you how spectacular he was prior to him even signing with uh UCLA. So there's that. I mean, you always gotta respect your OGs, but the ones that I lived through. Bron had crazy hype. Zion had crazy hype, and Victor. Out of those three, there's not there's not another a player to come out that that kind of got close to that. You know what I'm saying? Like not not on that not on that level. You know what I'm saying? There was other cats out there who had got some type of uh, buzz and things like that, but not game changing like. You know, even with John Morant, John Morant shares the same draft class as Zion. And I was, you know, it was, it was a very, 
small minority of people that chose um that chose um I can't even think I just I forgot his name now. John Morant over Zion. You know, very small. I mean, but it was one of those things where you wouldn't want that first pick because you have to take Zion. That's kind of how I feel about Victor, though. V-Dub is, again, another generational talent, something we've never seen before because of the height in, in general, you know? And, and we know what OKC dealt with within the past year or so. You know what I mean? So that's that's why, like, like, like Chet, Chet Holmgren, like, killer or whatever. But it's type, it's the same similar frame and game to tell you the truth, right? Um, but yet and still, I, I, again, it doesn't. It's, it's you, you, you could definitely say a lot for um, for the player in general, though. Like he has the skill set for sure, um, but the physicality that's yet to be seen. That's all. You know what I mean? At least we know, like, Summer League is coming up in about a couple of weeks. And I told the group chat, I said, fellas, I, I'd be surprised if, um, I'd be surprised if Victor plays, plays, period. And if he does play, I know he's not going to play. I'd be surprised if he, he plays past the first quarter, first or second quarter. Like, like probably sub him out, like, mid-second quarter. You know what I'm saying? If they feeling a little risky, they might let them play the first half. You know what I'm saying? Just to throw niggas off. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think because he's not even playing in 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 the in the summer games. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not taking a chance. This is they consider him a franchise changing player, a person that they want to build around in the future, right? Um, and that's another thing I got to bring up about Pop. Oh my God, D. Burf ain't gonna like this one. All the Spurs fans is not going to like this one. Um, but, yes, they, they picked up number one. No surprise at that now. I will say at number two, kind of caught me off guard. And the reason why I say that is because, obviously, you know, it, it, there, there's one of those things where, where you know who's going number one. There's no question about that. Now, number two, honestly, they said number two was up in the air because a beautiful thing happened during the draft. Um, coming from overtime elite, two brothers, two twin brothers, Ahmed Thompson and um, Asura Thompson, they got drafted back to back. One went to the Rockets, one went to the Pistons. Uh, I think the Pistons got a steal on that one. I think so. I think they got a steal on that one. You know what I mean? What if, what what would have been interesting is if Scoot would have got bumped down to four or five. Then what would have happened? You know what I mean? Because I mean that was just beautiful to see. I know their parents was on cloud nine by seeing both of their both of their kids get drafted back to back. Um, and obviously the Rockets can use all the help they can get, and definitely the Pistons can use all the help that they can get. Um, now they just got to make sure they can put it, they can fit it all together, all the pieces. You know, they got they got a new coach over there, a promising coach over there. Uh, they got some fresh blood coming in. They probably got one of the youngest rosters. You know what I mean? So shout out to the Pistons for that one. Um, but Scoot Henderson going to the Blazers, wearing double zero at that, which was reported. We don't know that for sure. It was reported that he will be wearing double zero. Um, in the midst of all this, we've seen Dame go to some of the playoff games during the playoffs and stuff like that. 
uh, I was talking to to D Murph outside of podcasting, and I said, "Man, I can see him going to three teams. I can see him going to Philly. I can see him going to Brooklyn, and I can see him going to Miami." Um, and I think he popped up at the Philly game. Uh, I think he may have. I'm not sure if he popped up at the Brooklyn game or not, or vice versa. One of the others. I know they 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 was bumping up. They was showing up. You know, Kyrie was showing up to the games. And I also think that's dope. You know, I I seen some I seen some people criticizing players that you know on the sideline going to the games. I'm like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Even though I, I know as a Laker, you know, it, now it's starting to get a little irritating that people are complaining that the Lakers get covers. The Lakers been getting covers their whole life, ever since they were born. Well, not ever since, but ever since Magic been there. The Lakers get covered. No, that's just what it is. Judges don't have to deal with it. And it's not Laker fans. Stop hating Laker fans for what the media do. That's just stupid, right? Anyhow, let's go on. Um, it's one of those things where um, they think that the players are doing it for attention and shit like like No, I mean, some of these players just want to go watch some good basketball. And not only that, Kyrie has been to the finals. Kyrie has won a championship. You know, Dame has been to the Western Conference Finals. Um, but I do believe, I, I do believe that um, these players just have a love for, some of these players that have a love for the game or to be around a game and stuff like that. You had to do it in college if you went to the tournament. You know, Cats went to the tournament and was watching other teams play, waiting for their game to either, you know, pop up or if they had, you know, a couple of more days there, they probably went to go watch some of these uh, teams play in these Elite Eights and Final Fours and stuff like that. Not all. It's very few, but that's what, se- that's what separate them. They just wanted to stay and watch the game. Here's the thing. If, if you seen Kobe didn't, you wouldn't think nothing about it. You would think that was part of his insanity of going to study other players or something like that. Some play, some, some players just want to be around the game. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of them going home and stuff like that and watching it on TV, hell, I'm going to pull up, be on sideline and I'm going to catch some of this. You know what I'm saying? And, and it might motivate them. It might, they might put themselves in there. That's why I said when he went to the, I think it was the Philly game. I want to say it was the Philly game and or the Brooklyn. You could just tell he was like, yeah, like, I mean, you, look, don't don't let me be one of those podcasters to speak for players. But, I mean, it, I know it has to be a little bit more for him to go to the game than for a regular fan to go. You know what I mean? Or maybe he just took his professionalism out and just said, hey, I'm just going to go to the game. Let these cats be as human as possible. You know what I'm saying? But speculation has stirred up. So now Dame is in the papers every day. You know what I'm saying? Seeking a trade. Are we seeking a trade? And this what this is probably has been the best marriage uh like on display I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen such love and consistency and boy, they just won't give up on each other. And Dame just but we don't want Dame to do it to itself. And everybody has been thinking for at least half of Dame's career, he's not going to win in Portland. That's how it has been feeling. That's unfair to say halfway into his career. But now we're past halfway. If if I can speak, if I can speak uh, freely and truly, do y'all think that he's still at his peak? Or y'all think he's on the other side? Now, just because he's on the other side of his peak doesn't mean he's he's not better than the most of these cats in the league. 
is just saying we feel like same thing we did with Garnett, same thing we do with a lot of players. It's like we would want them to be in a position to win while they still got a lot to offer as the number one option. But now it's seeming, it seems like you no, know, he has to pair up. It has to be like a Bron AD thing where they need both of each other instead of just Kyrie and I and Kyrie and, and the difference between AD and Braun and Kyrie and Braun is that yes, both he needed both to win that championship. But when he was with Kyrie, we knew he could still put up anywhere between 30 and 40 points a game. It just so happened that Kyrie could do the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With AD. We didn't need him to put up 30, 40 points. We needed AD to step up and do that. You know what I mean? So if Dame was to go into a situation where he did get traded, will he be, would he pay, play the Kyrie role or would he play the AD role? Well, we need you to do a lot of the work, but you got somebody here to protect that got your back. You know what I'm saying? Now, it might be a little bit different because Braun is a top three player of all time. So to have a top three player of all time to have your back, that's that's different. You know what I mean? Um, so, if anything, Dame has been getting the same type of looks that the Lakers have been getting in the offseason. You know what I mean? And early on, he was linked to the Lakers. Way early. Since then, it has been narrowed down to three East Coast teams. You know what I mean? Um, and that's good. I like three. I, I like all three. If I had to rank them, I would probably go, which is tough because I think all of them are pretty much close. But I think already now, obviously, you got Miami, but Miami will have to lose some pieces in order to get him. Brooklyn has some pieces, and Philly has some pieces. Man, I can't... Man, I would love... Jimmy Butler deserves a ring. I would say Miami, number one. Number two, I would go... Number two, I would go Philly, because Joel Embiid hasn't had a player that he could rely on. Not even with Harden being there. And then I will go Brooklyn only because Brooklyn doesn't have a superstar. They got a maybe a star player over there, right? But not a superstar. So it would just be him going over to another competitive team over there in the East. You know what I mean? At this point, he needs to be paired with another superstar. You know, um, but again, Scoot Henderson is there. And they saying, you know, this is this. Now, Scoot Henderson is not getting the same type of buzz as V-Dub, but they have talked about him like the likeness of a. And when I say this, it's not a full comparison. They just see certain traits in him. Um, of a LeBron James. A NBA ready type of body. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, there's other there's other players out there, but he he looks ready. Like when Zion came in, they said no matter how young he he is, he's built like he's built like something crazy. You know what I mean? Like a Shea Cotton. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if y'all go look up Shea Cotton, Shea Cotton was going to be the, the Braun like type of player before Braun. You know what I mean? Um, so, 
And and that's who I thought was probably one of the best players in the draft besides VW. You know what I'm saying? That's why I call Victor. Wimbayana. So, um, Scoot Henderson. But we also had, like I said, dog, we had Jalen Clark come out for UCLA. He going to Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was dope. I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? He got hurt, and he he really couldn't rock with us in during the tournament. But it's all good with that, man. I mean, shit happens. Shit happens, man. Amari Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Amari Bailey went to the horn. Uh, yeah, he went to the Hornets. He went to the Hornets, and 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 that's a good look. That's a good look for him. Even though we understand they already have a guard, but that's something telling, though. That is something telling that. Yo, what's going on with LaMelo? By the way, I bought my, my daughter her first pair of basketball shoes, and they're LaMelo, LaMelo's. And that's only because I didn't stop by Foot Locker, uh, Kids Foot Locker first. I went to Champs, regular Foot Locker, and they didn't have any great options for kids her size. You know what I'm saying? Um, went to, and they tried to get me. The LaMelo's that I got her was 90 bucks at Champs. Man... I if I didn't ask the one of the workers here if they had some basketball shorts her size and they and they mentioned um kids um kids foot locker. So I went to Kids Foot Locker and I saw the same lamellos on the on the on the wall for fifty dollars cheaper. For fifty dollars cheaper, my boy. So what I did, I told boy, I said, hey yo, get these in the same size. I got these right here from Champs, hold them. I'm about to go return these. I did. Went back to the chance, returned them. They sent me back my bread. And then I went to go buy them at uh, Kids Foot Locker for $50 cheaper. Um, and that's her first pair of shoes. I just felt like I had to share that. But anyhow, you know, about 10, 10 to 12 spots, maybe 13 spots later, uh, Jalen Clark from UCLA went to the Timberwolves. You got to mess with that. You gotta mess with that. I mean, there was some other. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't know how Keontae Johnson slipped all the way down to to fifty with the Thunder, um, but they had cats. They had you know at forty. We had now. Here's what I want to talk about: Maxwell Lewis. Hey, hey, hey. Maxwell Lu, uh, Lewis from Pepperdine. Now here's this thing: I got to give my boy some credit. Yo, a couple of years ago, my son had a tournament in Vegas. Maxwell. Maxwell uh, Lewis was playing in that tournament and my homeboy was telling me about him or whatever. And he was like, yeah, no, he's going to he's going to sign with somebody. But right now, I think he like signed the Pepperdine. So that was it. And that's the only thing that I've not seen of him or whatever. When I tell you, he reminds me. He reminds me of B.I. He does. His game is somewhat similar to B.I.'s. He's a linky wing player. But his athleticism is crazy. I'm talking about crazy. And he got a nice little fadeaway. You got to watch him. We may have stole one. We may have stole one. He's from Pepperdine, though. You know what I'm saying? And I think we stole. I think Rob stole one on that one. I think we, I, he, re, me and Jar went back and forth about Cal Kuzma and B.I. before the trade. And I said, Braun needs to be surrounded by shooters. It's not gonna work with Bi because Bi, he, he, I mean, he'll get a shooter. He'll, he'll, he can shoot. We can, we know Bi can shoot. 
But he also needs the ball in his hand to penetrate, get to the basket, and make plays. It's not going to work because Brown wants at least 60% of the offense through him. You see what I'm saying? So, or 70, for that matter. Because you got to factor in that 80 might not even be there sometimes. So it's like with, with, with the surgeons of, of, of Reeves and, and Hachimura and, and, and uh, Lonnie Walker, I mean, outside of them picking up the scraps and shit like that, Brian gets majority of the offense. So I'm like, it's not going to work out with B.I. It's going to take away from his game. You know what I'm saying? Since his ass down there with the Pelicans and he's been flourishing. I mean, he's been playing good. I say he's had more goods than bad games down there. It's just that it, there's not it, – he's just show, he's showcasing his talent because the Pelicans is – they dealing with a lot right now with Zion, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they have CJ. They got CJ, you know, but it's just – I guess it's just not enough. You know, who's going to take the who's going to take the last shot? BRC. But anyway, the the argument was he needed to be surrounded by shooters. Kuz from the beginning of the summer playing in the summer league. I think he was the summer league MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah. And he showed his ass off in the combine. He earned a spot on the team and he showed that he could shoot that thing. And at the time. When he was looking to bring over A.D., the top argument was, yo, Kuz got to go. They got to give up Kuz or they got to give up B.I. or they got to give up both. I, didn't, I never thought that we had to give up both. But we did have to give up some. And we did. You know, some. And I wish we could, all the players that we gave up, that have given up at a certain, for the most part, most of them, I would take back. I don't want Julius Randle, but I would take Josh Hart back. You know, Lonzo minus the injury. Maybe he doesn't get injured if he stayed with us, but who knows? Because he was injured with us. Um, I obviously Alex Caruso can come back. You know what I'm saying? I, Thomas Bryant can come back. We needed him in the postseason. You know, but he ended up getting the ring anyway. But the the draft was solid, man. The draft was solid. I don't think it's hard to say, yo, how many how many um players in this draft are going to benefit or be a, be a great benefit to some to the teams. That um, that that's looking to add bodies for the playoffs. That's going to be a hard discussion, man, because we got to go through injuries and we got to go through. Um, I mean, it's really on the coaches. You know what I'm saying? It's really on the coaches. Um, so that's one thing. Cam Whitmore. That's another player. Cam Whitmore went to the Rockets. Um, he dropped, but they said it was because of his interviews. Uh, not just because of the interviews, but his back too, though. I heard there was something about his back. So you got to be careful with that, man. Got to be careful with that. Uh, outside of that, yo, Grady Dick, uh, pause. He had the craziest draft jacket. That shit was, it, it was, it definitely had, it, it definitely had, um, what do you call, um, he definitely had uh what you call it? Christmas vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christmas vibes. Um, but the Hornets, they did draft, oh, I forgot to bring this up, Brandon Miller. And Brandon Miller is known for, you know, he, he's another one and done, but he's six six nine four. He patented his game off of Paul George. 
Now, two things. He was in an incident. He was involved in an incident off the courts, right? That's one thing, right? We we pretty much forgot all about it, all of that. And and Malika Andrews can kiss my ass for bringing up that type of shit. Um, but recently he has been in the news because for one, he did get drafted number two. That's 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 the first thing. He did get drafted number two over Scoot Henderson. Right? And then he said something that's not really not really breathtaking, not nothing, not, not anything too crazy or anything like that. But he just said, yo, Paul George is my GOAT. It was never LeBron. Here's why I need to tell the internet to sit down and relax. Nigga, everybody is like that. The newsflash. Everybody don't have Michael Jordan as they go. I know that might come off as a surprise to some of y'all. But a lot of people seen through all of that shit, right? Now, if you want to know what all of that shit is, well, that's just another episode. But there's more to break down to Jeffrey Jordan than a lot. I can tell you this, though. There's a lot of niggas in today's league and yesterday's league that can't hold a candle to MJ, right? Um, but that still doesn't take away from the fact that, nigga, he's not everybody go. Rightfully so. Everybody has their own goal. Some people watch. Yo, a lot of older heads grew up watching Dr. J. That's they go. Or Oscar Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell. Those type of cats. You know what I'm saying? Even though I didn't have any beef with the Bulls, I used to watch the Bulls a lot. I liked the Bulls. I grew up watching the Bulls. And my favorite player on the Bulls was Scottie Pippen. It wasn't Jordan. You know what I mean? Now you fast forward. Yo, a lot of these cats grew up watching Kobe and watching Bron. And they probably watched more Bron than Kobe as, at, at some point. And neither one of them are his goats. And that's perfectly fine. You niggas got to stop trying to stop trying to stop players from being human. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, the answer on the test ain't always going to be C or all of the above. No, it's going to be their personal preference. And his personal preference is Paul George. I ain't laugh at it. I ain't giggle. I just said, that's that man's business. He ain't wrong at all. He He's far from being wrong. Now, if he would have lied to himself, I could tell. You can kind of tell when niggas lie and be like, oh, man, when you think about LeBron and this, that, that, like, nah, that nigga kept it real. That was like, you know what, nigga, Paul, and his game, if you watch both of them play, the niggas, the niggas play very similar. And all he got to do is make sure he stay more, much more healthy than Paul George. Because Paul George, Indiana Paul George was unmatched. That nigga was different. Oh, my God. And Danny Granger was different. But he had injury issues. Pick one or the other. Pick your poison. If them niggas, if them two niggas could stay healthy at the same time, Indiana might be pushing some niggas out the way. Woo! Them niggas had a squad over there. Okay? Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, leave that nigga alone. Now, one thing that's going to hurt him is that it's not what you say. For you to say who your goat is, everybody gotta respect it. And you ain't got to listen to everybody's opinion about your personal preference, right? That's one. But two, it's how you say it, though. Like, say what you say, 
And love what you love, but just watch your tone, nigga. Because a lot of niggas who got LeBron as they go, they got something to stand on. Because your nigga bowed down to LeBron a couple of times. I mean, in Indiana, he held his own. Paul George just needed some help. And he and, and he had players, or he had niggas over there. But it wouldn't matter. Okay, we'll just say that. Um, and Paul George ain't been shit since. He hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't. And, and yo, and at one point, Laker fans wanted him. Oh, absolutely. Before, before, way before AD got there. Way before AD got there. We thought, we thought Paul George and LeBron was going to team up one summer. And then that's when Paul George said, uh, they're not holding my hand enough in public. So we said, all right, <laughs> for sure. For sure. But no, nah, man. Um... I mean, look, it's time to see if things are going to pan out. Not critiquing any more uh, more players until, you know, the shit happens. So, Victor Wimbanyama, I'm just going to call him V-Dub for the rest of his career until we come up with a cool-ass nickname. Brandon Miller, School Henderson, them three for sure is going to be on watch. As soon as the league pop off, they're going to be on watch. Of course, the Twins. We're talking about five picks off top. That we're going to be watching. Now, again, where they might pan out early in their career, we don't know. We just got to wait on that. You know what I'm saying? But those are five players we're going to be keeping our eye on. Pretty much after that, it's just if you're a fan of one of these college teams, you know, the Houstons and the Michigans. I mean, shout out to Jed Howard. You know who his dad is. You know, that'll be something to watch up in Orlando. Um, and then the Thunder, they just got a gang of young players over there. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. But, you know, like I said, if you're a fan of the Michigans and the Baylors of the world, the UCLA's, the Villanova's, the Dukes and stuff like that, you're going to you're going to pay attention to the cast that play for your college squad and hope that they do well. Now, UCLA hasn't putting out no bad products. You know what I'm saying? One One thing that we can hang our hat on is that our players actually go get into that league, and then they make, you know, they pretty much make something happen. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's what I like, ultimately. I like cats that could, uh, that can make it to the league from my school and and basically, hey, say, hey, at the end of the day, this is what it is. But, like I mentioned in, uh, earlier that we did have Amari Bailey, Jaime Jaquez Jr., and Jalen Clark all got drafted, you know. Amari Bailey to Shard, Jaime to Miami, Jalen Clark to Minnesota. But it, it don't stop there because we still had, you know, Ty, Tiger Campbell got signed to Orlando. So now he got to show off. He got to show up and he got to show out. Uh, in the summer league to make sure he su- sustained a spot on the team. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, David Singleton, uh, David Singleton, that's our small, uh, well, I mean, that's our forward at the end of the day. Uh, he got signed by Atlanta Hawks. And Atlanta just dealt our boy John Collins to Utah. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be interesting. Yo, he got traded for, I didn't even know Rudy Gay was still in the league, though. You got to understand how long Rudy, Rudy, y'all talk about Bron. That nigga Rudy Gay been in the league for a very, very, very long time. Very long. Hey, you got to remember, I graduated high school in, in 20, uh, in 2001. I said 20. In 2001, Bron got drafted in 03. 
Bron got drafted in 03. Bron got drafted two years after I graduated from high school. Nigga, I'm 40. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, the gym is open. Oh, man. Just if you're listening to my episode, he probably is or probably not. I don't know. I ain't checked his temperature. Um, I heard the lady. I heard the late his ladies, but they was talking more of the draft, things like that, the fits and et cetera. He didn't bring up CP3, man. CP3 is playing a pivotal role in Golden State now. With CP3 in Golden State right now, are you shitting me? He didn't look happy, though. That video that I seen on IG and Twitter, it was like, it, it, at that point, it was like, it is what it is. That's basically what I got from CP3 was it is what it is. And I said a while ago, uh, shout out to, to, to Murph. I said this on Murph show. Maybe just was on there when I said it. I said, if CP3 was to win a ring, it'd be with Braun or Tom Brady. And he would have to come off the bench. Now, a lot of niggas think that's blasphemy for to bring CP3 off the bench. Okay, cool. That's all opinions. He's not going to go play football, and Tom Brady is retired. That only leaves one player, LeBron James. But I didn't want him on the Lakers. Not for that money. And uh, again, dog, it's, he's on the downside of his career. You know, defensive liability. He could help us off. He could help the offense. I don't even know what offense we're going to run, though. So it's a no for me, Just. It's a no for me. No disrespect to him, but it's a no for me. Let's see what he can do with Golden State. Golden State is his best bet, although they're getting old and, and their offense was built around running up and down those damn courses. Half of their offense wasn't even set. So how is this going to work out with that offensive philosophy? Are they about to change it? Is some shit about to change that we don't know about with Steve Kerr and his offensive game plan? Are we going to see a lot of half-court action? A lot of, uh, will he get screens? Will he be coming off double screens? I want to see how this shit is going to work out. Obviously, he's going to start. So to start Curry and CP3, I just want to see it, dog. I just want to see it. Please don't retire before the season is over, CP3. At least make it to December. At least make it to the Christmas games. That's what I'm waiting on. Because we already know we're about to have a head of... Watch they have us go against Denver. Or they're going to have us play against Denver. Or Memphis. Denver or Memphis. Or, Memphis. or it could be CP3. It could be Golden State. One of those three. One of those three. One of those three. Uh, Open room with BTG, man. I'm out. I'm out next week. Uh, what we got next? Oh, next week I got a doozy. So obviously in the off season, you know, there's no. I mean, we had to draft. That's easy. That's low hanging fruit right there. But now we got to be. I got to get in my creative bag. I got some things that we need to talk about. I got some things that we need to move over. <laughs> Open room with BTG, man. By the grace of God, I'll see y'all next week. The gym is closed, baby.